0: Hey, what's up, Nurmers? This is, uh, some episode of Nurmer, Nurmer I'm Susie, and this week Alexis and I are talking about TikTok things, pretty much, because it's that time of year where it's summertime again, kind of, and maybe there are things to do, but also we're coming out of a pandemic, so we don't know what to do, so we're both just scrolling TikTok all day, every day, 12 hours a day, give or take. So... We're talking a little bit about that. If you don't use TikTok, that's all right. We're good at explaining things. And if you do, this will be a treat for you. Go to the link in the bio to figure out ways to support us if you want to. Follow on Instagram, etc. Enjoy the episode. Okay, so back in the day I said that it didn't matter if Jojo Siwa was gay, but I was wrong. It's really important.
1: <laughs> okay, um... You said it didn't matter if she was gay before she came out or after.
0: Before she came out, because I think... I, I didn't like everyone speculating about her all the time. Roll clip from October 16th, 2020. Beep, 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 beep. I think it's hilarious that she is something of a gay icon without even meaning to be and without being gay. Plenty of drag queens have collaborated with her or have used her products or have somehow been like had a look inspired by her. She does that giant heart and star over just one eye. She's a clown the way that some drag queens are kind of clowns. She also does like a lot of rainbow stuff. People tend to assume that if there's a woman who is writing music about stuff that isn't just boys, then they're probably gay. I don't know what JoJo's... Like, she's come out... She said she's straight, and she's dating a boy now, and I don't really know how that'll evolve, if at all. Mm-hmm. I don't really think it's relevant to the conversation, honestly. But, yeah, she's, <laughs> like, an empowered person in a lot of ways that straight women aren't allowed to be, usually. So...
1: Right, and she promotes individuality.
0: I feel like she deserved better than that, which is still true. But uh, just to set the record straight, I do think... Now that it's true, which it has been for a while, but since it's true, it's...
1: Since she has said it.
0: Critical. Yeah.
1: Why do you say that? It's critical.
0: Okay, so she's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly for Pride Month, which I don't read that publication. It's really for the straights. That's fine. (laughs) It's for, like, normie mom people. That's (laughs) fine. I was gonna
1: say, it's also not in your generation to read... (laughs) Right,
0: it's, like, not... It's fine. You know, they need somebody that's already in their homes to put on the cover of Entertainment Weekly for Pride Month.
1: I do like the idea that, like, I don't know, I can't think of anyone else who's, like, a children's star. Right? That's openly out.
0: Right. And she, we've talked about this quite a bit, but she rides that line between character and real person. So it's almost like you know every time, and this become a joke. But like every time that it's like Disney has its first openly gay character, but they've said that like eight times, and it's usually like like, like, side character
1: or something.
0: Right, and it's like it doesn't make sense, and you can't. I mean, since Disney at this point just continually reboots existing stories to make a character gay, isn't that? easy because they just keep making the same story you'd have to be changing an actual character that already exists to be gay and like usually it's just an implied thing not like an open just like but jojo siwa made her brand her face right made a billion dollar company out of her face and now her face is kissing her girlfriend on instagram
1: (laughs) right and it's every her face is also everywhere
0: can't escape it. Right. And, like, she was so inescapable before she came out. Also, I'm sure she
1: made herself so likable.
0: Easy. Like,
1: there was no reason- There wasn't a lot of reason to hate her. Unless you were just, like, annoyed. Which, like, if, if you were annoyed, you weren't the audience.
0: And I keep thinking about how she was at Hobby Lobby before. I don't know if she's still in Hobby Lobby, but I'm sure they still, like- I mean, even if, let's say, they pulled all her stuff, which I don't know if they did. Right. But that's a notoriously Christian store that for at least a day
1: They had to think about it.
0: (laughs) They had a fucking Jojo Siwa merch aisle of a lesbian with rainbows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know if she got any backlash from it?
0: If she has, she hasn't... She, I don't know.
1: I think she had enough support that, like, it waited out.
0: My social media is all such a bubble that I haven't seen any.
1: <laughs> I would assume that maybe parents would be mad about it. Like, obviously, right, it like, feels
0: like an individual level, like, yeah. parents might be mad. but,
1: but yeah, I th- yeah, it's a good thing.
0: I mean, part of what was stupid about saying, like, Oh, JoJo Siwa's gay before she came out is that there was a lot of just, like, rainbow affiliation. Right. Because she has a lot of rainbow stuff. And now we're entering Pride Month, and she doesn't even have to change her merch for Pride. She doesn't Pride. have to do anything. She already has a bow for every occasion.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're recording this on June 1st, and I've already gotten these following Pride ads. I got some platform UGG sandal ads, where the entire platform was a rainbow or a trans flag. Similarly, an almost identical product was advertised to me from Tiva. Okay. They're Tiva sandals, but again, they're platforms, and they have a rainbow pride flag as the base.
1: Did you order them?
0: And fuck no. <laughs> I also got an ad for Toms, which they're white Toms, but then they have a rainbow around the rim. Mm-hmm. And I also got an ad for MeUndies for bras and <laughs> panties <laughs> that are rainbow or, like, by pride. That's just today. Oh, and a coach bag that all the C's are different colors, and then the strap is a rainbow. (laughs) As if I'm just going to be able to afford coach on June 1st, by the way.
1: I was going to ask, how often do you get coach ads?
0: Right, like, I get... I'm like to be completely honest. If you're already buying Coach bags, I don't see anything wrong with buying the Rainbow one.
1: But I also I feel like Coach isn't a thing that you should be getting an Instagram ad for,
0: right? Like if you're buying Coach, you're buying Coach on purpose, right? No one impulse. I mean, maybe people impulse buy Coach, but not me.
1: Uh, I feel like Coach isn't the the type of thing that you buy because of an ad, like me undies. Tiva, I kind of get
0: Tiva makes sense in June for multiple reasons, too, because like I was literally like in a creek a couple days ago. Don't ask how that works with one ankle. I was in a creek a couple days ago, and I was thinking like, oh, if only I had what are those one shoes everyone used to wear? Chacos Chacos, yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't believe I knew exactly what you were talking.
0: You know, for walking in the creek. Yeah. So like Tivas, sure. I mean platform Tivas. Mm. Who's wearing though? Like, I'm also, sorry, again, if you had if two you... ankles,
1: are you telling me you wouldn't be wearing platform Tivas?
0: With a pride flag? Yeah. You're I telling might. me if
1: you had two ankles right now?
0: I want these platform Converse. So okay, bad. there we go. <laughs> so Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Converse needs to slide into my <laughs> advertising. Oh, that then
1: you're gonna buy them?
0: I just want them to try harder.
1: <laughs> like like Coach?
0: Yeah, Coach is showing up. Also, <laughs> to be fair, Coach was on Facebook, and I think Facebook's a little more ignorant mm. of my uh, income bracket.
1: Hmm, I don't know what kind of Facebook ads I get. Oh, see, like the first ad I got.
0: <laughs> was it? Wait, let me guess. Wiener Dog. No. But Whiskey. That's,
1: that would have been... Wiener Dog is the most common ad I get. Uh, the first ad I got... <laughs> was Live Nation com- Concerts. To be fair, their profile picture is rainbow, but it's from- <laughs> it's for more set 2021 World Tour. Amazing. Next ad is for Heatness, which does, like, the uh, Hot Ones.
0: Okay. Wait, is...
1: <laughs> it's just for Hot Ones.
0: Okay, great.
1: And then Forest Inc. LLC. Hi, I'm Zach, the artist behind Find You Again print. What is this? It's just for some weird... Whoa, this is dark. <laughs> Look at... So it's this guy holding up a print that he made. of two skeletons holding hands. And it says, I'll find you again wherever we end up next. Oh, wow. Yep, that's what I got. Yeah, th- that's kind of what my ads are looking like these days.
0: <laughs> There's also a slew of TikToks about all of the different stores' Pride Month collections. Starting oh, yeah. the trend started with Target, because right? Because Target Targets are
1: Target started- have you walked into a Target recently?
0: I walked in during Black History Month, and I yeah. don't know. They just they seem to be throwing anything on a shirt these days. <laughs>
1: Target's Black History Month one were pretty bad.
0: I don't remember what they were. I just remember looking at them and thinking, like,
1: why? <laughs> They didn't read the room. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, also, Target's an easy one to make fun of because uh, last you know, year... they, they have
0: they lizards have... working at <laughs> corporate. Because they had what? Because they have lizards working at corporate.
1: Yeah. And also, like, they came out... They initially came out with like that collection Like the Black Lives Matter collection Last year After the whole Target thing happened last year People had like broken into the Target Oh Remember that? No You don't remember that? Nope It was during like the riot The protest and the riots And the whole Target thing happened You blocked that out (laughs) Okay (laughs) Well, Target did a whole, it was a, they released, like, we stand with Black Lives Matter, and then everyone's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, and okay. so now they've come out with, like, Black History Month stuff, and <laughs> their weird Pride stuff. It's I like, just... I like their, um, Pride Ally shirts.
0: Yeah, it's like a Pride <laughs> flag that says Ally <laughs> on it. Which, I kind of, like, I haven't seen, oh god, I don't want to diss on people who wear that shirt, it's just, like, not for gay people. (laughs) It's not.
1: Right, like, you can't be mad at someone for wearing it.
0: No, like, anybody who's wearing that has good intentions, but I don't, it's just not for gay people. Which, what's the point of a pride collection if it's not for gay people? It feels like literally none of their pride merch is for the gays. I understand, like, maybe Target doesn't have an entire focalized section for rainbow flags they all year. They do have but- a
1: JoJo Siwa section.
0: Right, right, exactly. Like, just have collections. You can sell it year-round. And if you don't, then you're just trying to sell some shit for June. And I don't respect that.
1: They don't. I, I walked into Target yesterday, and they had their, their Pride Month stuff out. It was, if it makes you feel better, it wasn't in the section where they put their, like, holiday stuff.
0: See, that—that that is my concern.
1: So they had, like, their, like, Father's Day section, which mm-hmm. is, like, usually, like, they have their Christmas stuff, their Easter stuff, or whatever it may be, but they had, like, Father's Day section, then they had Summer se- Like, it was the front of the women's clothing section. So take that as you will. <laughs>
0: Right. And again, it's like part of it feels like some sort of signaling to people who are anti gay that, like, they should. That way we're cool. Right. And again, that's not for the gays. In college, I had to read this article about Ellen when she came out Mm -hmm. from the early 2000s. She was on the cover. What? (laughs) said, How old are you? (laughs) Yeah, I graduated college in 2003. (laughs) But. It was written to an entirely non-gay audience. So it was like, Ellen was on the cover of some magazine, I don't remember which. It wasn't time, but it was something that was definitely, maybe it was people, I don't know, something that was definitely in grocery stores. Uh And the entire thing was written like, this is how gay people are. And it wasn't representation in any sense of the word, because it was just like, wow, here's this one gay person you've heard of. Obviously, Ellen had to go through that so that then none of the rest of us would, but it just kind of sucks. It hits the same sort of chord where it's like, we just want to show that we have all this, we have this ally shirt.
1: <laughs> right. So, Well, I guess in that sense, like, even though, like, Ellen went through that, like, that was just for a celebrity who had been established coming out. So yeah. now Target's... Trying to uh, quote unquote normalize <laughs> having gay pride stuff. And right. It just looks really bad.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Maybe it'll get better over time. Because it's not normal. To, not that. <laughs> <laughs> stop, wait, let me. Goodness, it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> It's not
1: normal for Target to have pride stuff.
0: right? It's out of the norm. It's
1: out of the norm. So it feels strange, but they're just trying to figure it out. Also, the way a lot of it reads is very, like, live, laugh, love. Which is pretty on Target for
0: Target. Right. I'm sure there are some live, laugh, love queer people. It just doesn't seem like the majority of them. (laughs) So, I mean, whatever. so you're saying
1: it's a good thing JoJo Siwa is here?
0: Yeah, because now we can just get JoJo Siwa stuff. Granted, a lot of it is not geared towards adults, but
1: yeah, she has to get her outfits special made for her because, like, her merch isn't made for her size.
0: Mm-mm. She's eighteen.
1: She's eighteen and she's like six feet tall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> other than pride, the other thing flooding my TikTok app, which I just gotta say.
1: Just the watermelon man?
0: The guy who puts rubber bands around a watermelon. I
1: I looked through my screenshots the other day and I was alarmed.
0: How many were just the guy with the rubber bands? (laughs) Yeah. God. Okay, so I think what happened with the watermelon guy is is I'm pretty sure what happened is he somehow figured out how to live stream his video on repeat. So it takes like multiple hours for him to bust this watermelon open and he was just had it on a loop. Right. Once people realized it was a loop, they started screen recording it. And now there's dozens if not thousands of millions of accounts (laughs) called everything from rubber band dude, rubber rubber band guy, watermelon guy, rubber band man. Rubber bands. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. 86 watermelon, you know? Right. They all have this recording now, so now they can all do it. And people do want to see the watermelon bust because someone putting rubber bands around a watermelon is genius.
1: If you're already scrolling through TikTok mindlessly, why not? Why not? Pop in. Why not watch it?
0: But it's become too much.
1: It's become too much. And everyone's want- starting to realize it. hmm. There's also one of him doing the milk.
0: That one stresses me out. I've never seen the end of that one. He has like a half gallon of milk that he's putting rubber bands around.
1: Yeah, I watched the end of it and somehow the end is more upsetting.
0: The end of the watermelon one was a lot more upsetting than I expected to. He,
1: the milk... <laughs> the milk hits the phone and then he goes, oh shit! And then... The- The phone falls over and it's just black. I watched it for like five (laughs) minutes and nothing happened.
0: And I kept checking
1: on it and it was still just black and everyone was like, dude, are you alive? And he was just alive. Oh my god. I don't know how long it went on because I went to sleep. Also, why the baby powder?
0: Why does, at first, so he covers himself in baby powder, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it would be for easy cleanup that's just where my brain went I like how the you would a so counter so i would
1: cut his hands when he puts the rubber bands on because like
0: yeah just, it's a lot of rubber bands you're just stretching rubber
1: bands over a watermelon
0: huh but why does it have to be all over his entire body
1: and it doesn't seem to be on his hands <laughs> <So> <laughs> i don't know that's that was what i first decided and then i realized that I was wrong
0: Yeah, my train of thought was, like, you flour a counter when you're making dough, so it would help him not get (laughs) covered in disgusting shit.
1: In in the milk video, he doesn't have the baby powder. And, like, there's parts of it where he's like, I've gone viral, I've gone viral, blah, 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 blah. So it makes you believe that it's real. But he just... It's it's just all the time.
0: He can't just always be busting open a milk. Okay, so I just found this article on intheno.com with the headline haunting live video mysteriously appears on many tiktok users feeds jeremiah warlick is known as the rubber band man thanks to his penchant for using rubber bands to make watermelons explode his unusual shtick became famous during lockdown boredom but now tiktok users have grown bored of his antics taking over their for you pages even though it doesn't seem to be him behind the posts Warlick is a social media personality and content creator from Tennessee. He has 225,000 followers on Instagram. Warlick usually posts videos of himself covered in baby powder and wrapping rubber bands around watermelons and other fruit until they explode. He's well known on Instagram, but he doesn't actually seem to have a TikTok page. In fact, it seems that his live streams are being re-uploaded by various accounts, all deleted now, to gain clout and followers with a familiar face. His Instagram handle is the uh, kid hilarious d a k i d d underscore hilarious. If you want to give him a follow, I guess uh, he went viral in April of twenty twenty because World Star retweeted him or tweeted him or something. So that's the story behind him. He doesn't even have a TikTok. He's just haunting TikTok from afar, also from a year ago, I guess. So yeah. TikTok looks like Pride Collections and Backyardigans is what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: Lots of Backyardigans.
0: A lot more Backyardigans content than I expected. Yeah, and I kind of get it. The song Castaways by the Backyardigans came out in 2006 when it was on the show. And it's a fucking good song.
1: Did you watch Backyardigans as a kid?
0: I think I must have had... I've seen it. I don't think I watched it, like, because it was in my age range. I must have seen it, like, through friends, little siblings, and whatnot.
1: Yeah, same. That's kind of where I was at. I don't remember watching it either. It's a great song.
0: Yeah, they have good songs. Like, they're nominated... That's a show that gets nominated for having good um, song composition and stuff. But yeah, I guess somebody posted some sort of nostalgia thing about the Backyardigans and (laughs) it blew up. Yeah. It's been number one. There's a Spotify chart, apparently, of viral songs, which I've seen this. I don't remember what else it's called on Apple Music. I think it might even... It's not called TikTok songs, but that's what it means. Yeah. And it's been number one on viral songs Mm -hmm. since May 12th. Wow.
1: Wow. I remember seeing it on TikTok and being like, I thought this was on everyone's For You page. It turns out there's only like 100 uses of this song. or Of this sound.
0: The first time I saw it was uh, the Basement Gang did the dance to it. Do you oh, really?
1: It? I had seen it a couple times. But the one I remember the earliest on that like had an impact on me. This kid, this girl just sitting in the corner. Just, like, in the corner of her bedroom singing it.
0: Um, there's also the song Into the Thick of It. That's getting attention by the Backyardigans. Yeah, that First one gets one in I- my
1: head pretty quick.
0: That one's not as good of a just song. hmm Because it, you can tell it's from a cartoon when you listen to it, more obviously.
1: But it's a really um, good TikTok sound.
0: Really good TikTok sound.
1: Uh, recently used a lot for the nose piercing thing. Really? Have you seen
0: <laughs> all of the versions of that? Into the thick of it?
1: <laughs> or no, 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 Like, so there's that first TikTok of the person that's like, I lost my nose ring in the fast food. Oh, right. And then there's the person who's like, I just found a nose ring in my fast food. And then there's a kid who's like, also with the fast, with like the drive through headset. And he's like, I just got a call. Someone complaining about their nose ring in the fast food just <laughs> like goes on. Um but yeah, it's been it's it's I think that one is still gaining traction.
0: Yeah, that one's at number 7 on the viral t- Spotify chart as Currently. of today. But Castaway's still strongly at number 1. And there are different versions of it. Different musicians have been recording all these different versions, which is an obvious bandwagon to pop onto, but also because different versions sound amazing, the lyrics and just general melody of the song work for anything.
1: Um, while we're on that train, okay. You know the trend that's like, I hate all men, but when he have you have you ever looked into that train? Mm. So it's like I hate all men, but when he loves you, so that's that Beach Bunny song. Okay. Which. Is also the thing that's like, I hate people who work at the bank. Uh, oh, yeah. That's also that song. Oh,
0: I didn't realize and that. And also,
1: it's less viral, but there's a version where Tegan and Sarah sing it without pronouns.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: But there's, I think I'm missing another version, but there's like so many, ver- like I didn't realize the bank was that song.
0: It makes sense now that you say it.
1: Yeah. When you when the when they when you listen to the whole sound of the bank song, it makes more sense.
0: Well, the thing about changing a song like that for TikTok is like the original musician gets supposed the sound with their video and then like people might notice it. But on top of that, you can use it for different scenarios where the different genre one works better. Mm-hmm. And that's funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Castaways has been done. A lot. My favorite one is the one where they're just screaming it. Or there's like the person that's like doing the overdub of it's like...
0: Like cutting off the original song? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, I just heard an indie pop one by Andy Yu and that one is weirdly good. There's also a jazz one by Ebony Lauren Music that's weirdly good. I think both of those are available on actual music platforms. <laughs> but... Uh, I also like, the first time I saw this one was Bob the Drag Queen winner of season 8, I want to say, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's castaways, but it's black and gay. I think Lil Nas also used that song. She'll have really good uses.
1: Yeah, it's not like one specific uh, theme for it. Because it's it's so
0: versatile. (laughs) it's so versatile and the backyardigans is a is a is a great show so it makes sense yeah it's funny cuz it's a definitely a mix of people are like oh i've heard this song and i remember it from when i was a kid and people are like whoa what a gem of the past
1: <laughs> right i have like days where i go through tiktok and i'm just like i can't do this anymore like when it's just like the watermelon guy it gets nauseating but then, I have days where, like, it's just great content.
0: Yeah, I mean, people doing full comedic yeah. sketches
1: is great. Amazing. Do you do you know whatever, like, are they doing the three-minute thing, or is it only special people who can do three minutes? I'm against As of it.
0: As now, it's, spe- it's specific creators. Okay. I'm also against it.
1: Yeah, I think once they go to three minutes, it's over. It's like Vine. Because they they extended Vine, I could be wrong, but I think they extended it to like 10 seconds and then it was done.
0: Like, no, 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 we only want 7 seconds. What I imagine happening at TikTok Corporate is people who tell a story and want a part 2. I imagine them thinking, what if that was all one video? However, the real winners are the ones who can tell the story in one minute, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. And I don't want to see a part 2, frankly.
1: I will say, I've seen a couple... I've seen a few where I've gone through like part eleven of a story.
0: I've done. Yeah, it. I get it. But, but th- I like, want those people also to earn it. Not normal. Right. I <laughs> want those people to. I want them to keep me compelled. Leave me at a cliffhanger. Do yeah. something creative. Don't. But just to have a video that goes on and on. No 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 no. I mm-hmm. want. I want you to earn it.
1: Oh, yeah. Also, if you want to tell a, a three-minute story, go to YouTube.
0: And if I think There's you're that, right. if I think that's you're worth it, point.
1: I'll go. I'll go follow you on YouTube.
0: Right, that's a really good point. <laughs> that platform already exists. Limitations.
1: I recently started watching um, Brittany Broski's YouTube channel. Okay, sure. And like Brittany, I was watching it and I was like, "Oh wow, I'm so proud of where she's where she is." And like that, she's like kept it up and like she's still a very entertaining person to watch and like. She's still doing great. I love what she's doing. Genuinely proud of her. She's moved it to YouTube and like she has sponsors on YouTube and she's doing, she's doing whatever she needs to do. Yeah, which is great. There is this news. I don't. I haven't really looked into it, but there's like a feature. Like for instance, you know, call me Chris, the one mm-hmm. who does like the.
0: She's one of the legends of TikTok.
1: Totally. She hasn't fully moved to YouTube. Like she,
0: she posts some. She does have on a YouTube. YouTube yeah.
1: And uh, also Twitch, but um, when she posts videos now, there's like a little uh, thing that says like part of the "What I Imagine" series, Mm -hmm. and like you can click on that, and like there's all those videos that she labels that, yeah. Which, but uh, that's that uh, I that doesn't really count, dude, because it's not one of those like part one of me eating a spicy thing every day until I can eat spicy things, (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) yeah but those are useful especially for content creators who are known for one thing like Mm -hmm. she's got this series with the kids and the parents and the babysitting and whatever what i imagine it's like to have a kid so she it's like she's known for that thing but her channel might have other stuff on it so it like separates those so i think that level of organization is useful but the more things they add like that that are basically they're they're just mm, they're opening a door to enable a lot of trolls and i don't think they realize it Right, I was hoping that Dispo would become something cool mm. as an app replacement, but then David Dobrik had to go be a prick.
1: Yeah, people were there. Were some like people who were harsh on Dispo that were like, "Well, people like Instagram because you can edit and blah 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 blah." And I'm like, oh, that's kind of what's cool about Dispo." Like, that's I, exactly what cool I get about the Dispo. idea of it, and I think it. I do think it's pretty cool. I don't know if Snapchat is dying out. But I wouldn't be surprised if it did within the next year.
0: Okay, no. Snapchat isn't dying out. Snapchat is for a certain age group that people grow out of, I think. Because... If
1: you still have it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still use it sometimes for some things. But it's like when... I feel like it's prime for high schoolers. And anyone else doesn't really need it. Because I don't need to send you... What I'm doing now, because what I'm doing now is like cooking dinner, and going to Trader Joe's. Right. <laughs> I haven't gas in added someone
1: on Snapchat in probably years.
0: Like right. the people
1: I've had on Snapchat, I've had since high school, which is like kind of funny because like I have some friends that I don't talk, I don't speak to, but every once in a while they'll like respond to a Snapchat I post for some reason, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a funny like way of keeping in contact with someone but also if i deleted my snapchat and never talked to you'd be fine there was a reason that i only knew you on snapchat
0: but dispo is like you have a disposable camera and you add your friends and you take pictures and you can't look at them until the next day at 9 a.m so it it's cool because you take the picture and it's done you can't you can't sit there and edit it while you're supposed to be enjoying the party you're at or the hike you're on. You can't sit there and post it to Instagram right then and tag a location and all that. Like that takes time and it's distracting from an actual event. So part of the idea for Dispo is like to live in the moment, take your picture, move on. But on top of that, you can add different users to one camera roll. So then you've got a bunch of people posting to one camera roll if we all went on a camping trip or if there's a birthday party or something we could all be added to that role and the next day at 9 a.m we'd all get everyone's photos right. in one place and that's cute right i think it's gonna go anywhere because david dobrik put it is the creator and, and he, he stepped step back out from it. it immediately because you know it turns out vlogging other people's lives is <laughs> a liability
1: right yeah like i've gone on trips before with people and we're like okay we're gonna send each other all these snapchats and nobody's gonna open them until this time and that's great Mm, sometimes you break and you open them earlier (laughs) but like that's what that's what was cool about the idea of dispo because you didn't have a chance
0: a flaw in this and i didn't get to see a lot of it because i haven't been on the (laughs) app sorry
1: did you just hold up an avocado (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding an avocado this whole time <laughs>
1: mm. um, I found a moldy avocado in my pantry today And I was like, thank god I, I figured out what that was pants.
0: Huh? I thought you were just gonna say pants Oh my god, I found a pear at the back of my fridge It was unrecognizable I only knew it was a pear because it was wrapped in foil
1: <laughs> Did you, you remember wrapping pear in foil?
0: It came in foil It was a Christmas pear <laughs> Okay
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was, I've was. i been like trying to figure out what I was like, something smells off in my kitchen, and I can't figure out what it is. Thank and then God. I finally found it.
0: And so then we're going like... to have a lot of science in our kitchen when we live together. <laughs> <laughs> Do, have you seen, the? speaking of, I think one of the premises of this podcast is just terrifying technology. Do you remember that fridge? I haven't seen it since I saw it originally announced, where it would inventory the things in your fridge. Ugh. There's a screen on the front. I mean, fridges have screens on the front. They have for a while. Okay. I mean, for rich people. And there was an inventory, so like you have two carrots in here. You have a pair of foil. That's the thing that I need to know! I'm not inventory. working in my fridge. That's the only reason I don't know what's in there is because I don't take inventory. I could just look with my eyes once a week and solve a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a screen. And if there is a screen, that's scarier.
1: Can you imagine, like, having roommates and, like...
0: Oh, you didn't update the PAR for... Yeah, can you imagine the
1: fights that... Yeah, you didn't... You have to create an inventory sheet? You have a clipboard?
0: Or, like, okay, I just came home. I have all these groceries that I want to put away. But also, putting away groceries is, is, like... Like why the fuck would I want to add on top of that? Now I have to update the <laughs> fridge to say, yeah, I have a bunch of cilantro.
1: Also, if you, also if you, if you have like roommates that are like, oh, these are my carrots.
0: That's a good question. Some people
1: are like that, and that's fine. But like some people are like labeling their carrots, you know.
0: Samsung fridge uses AI to track food inventory.
1: Okay, is it going to count all the different types of beers that I don't finish?
0: Yeah, what about prepared food that's in the fridge? Is there a flag for it? I just am confused. Also, what if I
1: move my bagels from the fridge to the freezer?
0: Oh, I do that all the time. (laughs) My bagels go back and forth all the time. Like, do I want a bagel? (laughs) Yes, I do. Oh, these are all going to go bad. Back to the freezer. What about
1: my multiple jars of pickles opened?
0: See, you wouldn't even have that if you oh, had Oh, so a that would be and- a problem I would avoid. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Right, I just don't need it.
1: I feel like if I had that, I'd also have a Tesla.
0: I was gonna say, that's definitely Tesla territory.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Tesla vibes.
0: Also, yeah. I act like I'm even in the realm of potential purchasers of an AI fridge. <laughs> I wouldn't even buy a fridge. I'm a renter.
1: I was going to say, I don't think I would ever buy a fridge.
0: Alright, a couple... The only other note I want to make about the Backyardigans, just for the sake of giving them the credit they need, Mm -hmm. is that Leon Thomas III is one of the Backyardigans. From Victorious, also a producer of many albums, including Ariana Grande's albums. How
1: old was he on the Backyardigans? It was 2006
0: to 2013.
1: He was born in oh, 93. He
0: was, he was born in 93 and he was on seasons 2 and 3 of The Backyardigans.
1: Okay, so like 14, 15.
0: Good for him. <sighs> Absolute legend of Hollywood. Underrated.
1: Underrated.
0: Originally played young Simba in on Broadway. Oh, and he's a Leo.
1: Well, he did play a
0: lion, and his name's Leon.
1: <laughs> Until I looked up pictures of the backyardigans,
0: I, I thought didn't think it was Yo Gabba Gabba.
1: I didn't think it was Yo Gabba Gabba. I thought it was Barnyard.
0: Oh, Barnyard's which I watched. Scary. Is Barnyard the one with that cow? <laughs> <laughs> you know the cow.
1: <laughs> that sounded like an insult, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one with that cow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. <laughs> Castaways, the song. Okay. Into the thick of it. And uh Driver's License. <laughs> Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs>
1: That's actually a tough one
0: I'm gonna fuck into the thick of it
1: That's kind of (sighs) where Yeah
0: I'm gonna marry Castaways kill driver's license
1: Yeah same And it's not that I want to kill driver's license It's that I want to fuck into the thick of it (laughs) (laughs) And Um, I want to fuck castaways Or marry castaways I'm sorry
0: yeah, I don't. As much as I like driver's license, I don't want to marry it. I don't want that forever. I don't
1: want that forever.
0: What's that movie with the volleyball? Castaway. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: but isn't that Tom Hanks? Yeah. Mm, you gonna keep your answer?
0: Yeah.